The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at NewBalance.com. Should you ever set foot outside of the motel, you will be shot. Don't miss the new Showtime limited series based on the international bestseller. For the last four years, I've been a prisoner. Why are they keeping you here? Starring Emmy Award winner Ewan McGregor. This is the brave new world that you dreamt of. Be very careful. You are still a prisoner here. Everything in this new world comes at cost. This is still my country. A Gentleman in Moscow. Now streaming on Paramount Plus. Only with the Paramount Plus with Showtime plan. everybody welcome to the pick six podcast katie mox here with john breach filling in for brinson today we always love when that happens this is our all 32 series the series where we catch you up with insiders to give you the need to know information on every nfl team today we're diving into the tampa bay buccaneers with team reporter for the bucks casey phillips casey thank you so much for joining us how you doing i'm doing great thanks for having me before we get in, Breach, um, before we get into the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I, I will say, as I was researching for this, um, Casey, I did see that you formerly worked at Walt Disney World. I am a Disney adult, so I'd like to know more information about this. I saw those ears behind you, and I was uh, I was going <laughs> to ask about that. Yeah, that was my first uh, my first gig out of college. I worked in their sports public relations office, so oh. it was really cool. It was basically anything sports related that happened at the park. So that's everything from like their run Disney races to at the time we had Olympians training there, and it was actually during the NFL lockout when I was there. So there were NFL guys training there, and then even oh. like kids tournaments or the Super Bowl parade, like literally anything sports related or if an athlete wanted to visit the park, we'd help promote it. We'd help cover it. So it was it was awesome. I loved it. So if we ever need Disney tickets, you're the person that calls. Is that what you're saying here? Yeah, call me and then I'm going to try to also find tickets still from somebody else and then we can all go together. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds fun. All right, let's talk uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers here. And I think, you know, we'd be remiss not to start with Tom Brady finally retiring i feel like it's I'm been sorry, such who, a whirlwind for the who, bucks I this name i don't yeah, recognize this. I, don't, I don't recognize this yeah. <laughs> it's been so long Har- Har- yeah. boyfriend what i don't know yeah, yeah. <laughs> but oh, oh, i mean what is it like around the organization it was such a whirlwind for the last couple of years tom brady comes you get a super bowl you know you're kind of getting back there you at least win the division last year what are the vibes um in the post tom brady era Yeah. I mean, it was obviously amazing having him here. It was so fun for Bucks fans. It was fun for everybody in the building. It brought so much attention. And I think my favorite thing about it was just that it brought attention to players and aspects of our team that we already felt like were doing incredible and deserved a lot of attention. Guys like Mike Evans and Levante David that just because maybe we're in a little bit smaller market or we weren't always playing in some of those more primetime slots, incredible athletes and then even incredible people that just work in this building weren't always getting the the credit that we felt like they deserved. And so we just loved that it brought such a spotlight to so many different people and 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 just positions within this organization. Um, and of course you talk about culture, right? Like the, the idea of a winning culture and 
who better to work on that and bring that in than the GOAT, right? So I think that it was an incredible experience, especially for so many of our young guys to get to come in here and learn from someone like him, watch how he prepares. And I do think that he's going to leave an impact beyond just him playing here, that I think those things stick with an organization and a locker room. And so people are still going to be getting some of those effects of, you know what, we saw what it took to win some of our franchise um, keys right now. People like Tristan Wirfs, Antoine Winfield got a chance to come in and right out of the gate, see what it takes to win a Super Bowl and now be able to try to replicate that again. Oh, you're on mute breach. What is the mindset like right now? Now that Brady's not there, you know, when Tom Brady's there, you are a Super Bowl contender. Everybody thinks you yeah. can win. And now I know over the past few weeks, we've seen Tristan Wirfs come out and say, hey, look, this team can go 12 and five without Tom Brady. Uh, Carlton Davis made some comments that, hey, we can be a wrecking ball without Tom Brady. Would you say that's kind of the mindset over the past few months that, hey, look, just because Tom Brady left doesn't mean this team can't be good in 2023? Yeah, if you make it to the NFL, you're not someone that has a mindset that you're not going to win every game, right? I mean, you think you're going to win every matchup. You think you're going to win every game. Like, that's what gets you to the NFL. And I think that a lot of guys are probably out there saying, like, look, yeah, of course, he was incredible. He's the GOAT. And we understand that losing him is not inconsequential. But we have a lot of really talented guys on this roster. And let's be real, NFL guys, they love to have a chip on their shoulder. They seek out a chip on their shoulder. I think back to even just watching like the last dance with Michael Jordan and he's talking about how he's making up stories that aren't even true to have a chip on his shoulder. So I have to imagine that it's kind of an awesome motivator for these guys for one guy to leave your team, even if he's the goat, but one guy to leave yeah. your team and everyone just be writing you off completely. That sounds like some bulletin board material to me. And I think that's going to motivate a lot of guys. And I think we still have a lot of talent on both sides of the ball. So yeah, I think that it's uh, to me, it's just kind of like, all right, keep ranking us 32 on this or 28 on this. Like, yeah. I think that the guys are probably hyped about that. Well, and it's a division that still feels pr pretty wide open. When looking at the coaching staff, there has been a lot of turnover. Usually when that happens, the head coach is under some kind of pressure for the upcoming season. Now, he should get some leeway here, given the transition from the Tom Brady era. However, how hot would you say the seat is for uh, Bulls right now? Yeah, I hate to ever talk about it in terms of hot seats, things like that, and, and people's jobs. I mean, I know that everybody in this organization has a lot of confidence in, in Coach Bowles, and um, he's well-liked, and people just rave about his football IQ, and people also just like him. I mean, he is the ultimate trash talker. Man, this guy, like, <laughs> he'll get you. He, he can take it, but man, you better know if you're giving it, he's going to dish it out. And I know that so many of these guys, especially on the defense, have talked about the kind of mentor he's been, the way that he's changed, the whole way that they study for games and look at football. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that everybody here loves him, has confidence in him, has faith in him. So, yeah, I think that he's a great guy to be leading the team right now. When you look at this team, I mean, obviously the one training camp battle that everyone nationally is going to have their eyes on is at quarterback with Baker Mayfield and Kyle Trask. And obviously there hasn't been much, you know, we had our OTAs and mini camp. Would you say either of these guys has a leg up in the competition right now? Or do you think we won't know anything until we really get into the heart of training camp? Yeah, I think we won't know anything. It's always so tough without any pads on off season. You know, heck, I could go out there and probably run some drills and not look too terrible. And sometimes, you know, I mean, it's just so hard to tell a whole lot, but it is absolutely a competition. You know, they're giving both of these guys starting team reps and they talk a lot about how great it is to have a competition like this 
uh, going into camp and that they will announce it when they're going to announce it, whoever that starter is. Um, but yeah, both guys are getting those reps and those looks. And I think it's going to be one of the most fascinating things to watch during camp. Cause let's be real. That's what we all love in training camp, right? Are the battles that, yeah, is it cool to see that just who's going to make the team? That's always kind of cool to see too, who gets those last few spots here and there, but to have a starting quarterback battle in training camp and in these preseason games, like that's going to be really fun to watch. I think each of those guys brings something unique to the position. Of course, Baker has more NFL snaps and everybody talks about he's got a lot of charisma. He's got a lot of those intangibles and things, but man, Kyle Trask has been in this building. He got to learn under Tom Brady. He's been around these guys and he's earned respect because he's put in the work that he has, even when he didn't know if he was going to see the field, he was in there doing the right things, coming in, studying. So I think they both have a lot of respect from everybody on the team for how they've handled it. And real quick on Baker, you know, obviously he has a big personality. How has he kind of ingratiated himself with the rest of the team in the few months he's been there? Yeah, I mean, he's a lot of fun to have around. Um, I got to MC Mike Evans gala for his foundation recently, and Baker was uh, kind of both Kyle and Baker were on the panel with me when we did a discussion with players and um, yeah, I mean, you can see he's a guy that look, he's done national commercials like he knows how to do that part of the quarterback job so well that it's unfortunate sometimes we ask so much of quarterbacks that not only do you have to play the hardest position, you also have to be like the CEO of a team and spokesman and funny and this. And it's like we we expect so much now, especially in kind of like a social media world. And Baker, I mean, he's got a lot of experience with that. He is a big personality. Guys seem to just enjoy being around him. I know I do too, that he's been great to work with so far that um shameless plug if anyone wants to watch we went golfing together do i know how to golf no i do not why did i not (laughs) why did i think that would be a bad idea uh so we went and played around a golf and he was hilarious and fun and entertaining so yeah he definitely has that that personality going for you Okay, and talking about some of these um, offensive weapons for uh, either Baker Mayfield or Trask, we'll see how that works out. You know, there's been some kind of rumors and stuff swirling around Mike Evans. Could we see him get traded? Man, that's definitely a question above my pay grade. But I mean, it's so hard to imagine that, you know, this is a guy that his he just bleeds Buccaneers and the Bucks fans love him. And he he's still playing at such a high level. It's such a tough position. Yeah. And um, I mean, how can you say that he's not the Mike Evans you've always had this whole time? I mean, nine straight years, thousand yards. Like he's, I don't care who's at quarterback. I don't care what else is going on. He is as consistent as the sun rising and setting every day. And so this is a guy, and he's also just, man, he's what you want in a locker room. He is every single thing you want. He has done so much work in this community and he is so unselfish. He is a leader. He's someone guys enjoy being around, doesn't try to take credit for stuff, just comes in, does the work, no matter how much we all view him as a future Hall of Famer, superstar guy, you need him to block, he'll block. Like he will do anything it takes. So, I mean, it's just, he's a guy you want. He's a guy you want in your locker room and on the field and on your team. Yeah, when it comes to receiving duos, it seems like the Buccaneers are pretty set. You have Chris Godwin, you have Mike Evans, obviously, Russell Gage now. But there's a bigger question mark, it seems like, on the offensive line where, mm-hmm. you know, there's going to be a couple new starters. You have Shaq uh, Mason, Donovan Smith leaving in free agency. You have Tristan Wirth switching sides at tackle. Uh, you know, I think Gotteke now moving to go- tackle guard. It's just there's a lot of question marks, a lot of new guys in new places. How has that looked so far? Does everybody look comfortable? Because it does feel like the offensive line is going to be one of the biggest question marks this season. 
Yeah. And I think that's where training camp is going to be really great to watch. Cause again, those, the big guys in the middle, that's where you have no idea when they're, they're not in pads and all off season, it's just so hard to tell how anyone would be doing. So that's what all of us here are really excited to watch more than probably anything else. I mean, yeah, the quarterback battle is really fun, but the offensive line, that's where you're finally going to be able to tell some things. And I mean, look, Tristan Wirfs, I would put him anywhere on the field and have faith in him. Like you can tell me Tristan's going to go play quarterback. And I'd be like, sure. Like he just is such a ball player. He's so athletic. He's so smart. Another guy that is such a good locker room guy of, you know what, whatever you need me to do, you need me to move to the other side of the line. Great. So um, I know he's talked about the fact that, yeah, it's, it's an adjustment. He's having to learn. It's kind of like trying to suddenly write with your other hand or you've got all this yeah. muscle memory. So it's, it's going to be a challenge for him, but I think there's not a soul in this building that doesn't have complete confidence in his ability to do it. He's taken on a lot of leadership as well with not just the line, but the whole team. So I think that he is going to be that next person that can take over for like an Ali Marpet and guys like that who really had been this stalwart leadership person in there. So I think that's going to be great. And then I think they think highly of, you know, Cody Malk, our draft pick and think that he has a chance to really contribute and yeah, get a key, maybe moving over, see how after a whole year under his belt, I'm sure he's learned a whole lot. Um, brought in Matt Filer this off season, a guy that's got a lot of veteran presence as well, which is great. And then man, just to have Ryan Jensen back, I, it is so hard to, you know, overestimate what that means to this line, to this team, because he brings not just the solid X's and O's and the dependability, but he, he's a little mean. He can be a little mean at times. And he would be the first one to tell you that, you know, and I, I'm sure they want it to be uh, mean without some flags with it. That's always a fine line to walk. But he's a guy that brings that moxie. He brings that grittiness to the yes. line. And I know they've said they expect that out of Cody Malk as well. And so I think you got a lot of guys on that line that are going to take a lot of pride. Gedeke, same thing. They love being those guys that other teams don't want to play. And so I think it's going to be a lot of fun to watch how they all start to gel and work together. And real quick, I think a lot of people forget that Ryan Jensen did not play a single snap last season. You're talking about, yeah. you know, Tom Brady not having his veteran center and the team still plays well enough to win the division, make the playoffs. So that obviously a big return. But real quick on Cody Mack, do you feel like he is someone – that will end up in the starting lineup? Are things kind of projecting that way? Or do you think he'll be in a battle uh, to, to get into the starting lineup for week one? Yeah, I mean, I think that outside of, you know, Ryan Jensen and Tristan Wirfs and everything, I mean, like maybe outside out of that, you never know. Like you just never know what's going to happen in camp and where all those battles are. I definitely think Cody has a really good shot at it at that guard spot. Um, and I think that let's be real. We're all very excited to see the flowing red hair of Jensen and Malk right next to each other. That's <laughs> going to be delightful. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think he does have a really good shot at it. They think that highly of him. Second round pick. I think you are expecting to, to contribute probably pretty quickly. All right, we're going to take a quick break here. We talked about the O-line. We're going to discuss the D-line when we come back. Has been a strength for Tampa over the last few seasons, but it looks a little different heading into camp. You're watching Pick 6. We'll be right back. Did you know that while over 60% of Americans dream of starting their own business, less than 20% of them take the first step? The reason? Building a business is tough. Taylor Brands is simplifying the business journey. From launching and managing to growing your business, Taylor Brands isn't just another tool. It's your online business partner, from launch to success. With Taylor Brands, building your dream business becomes an effortless experience. Their comprehensive platform guides you through every step, ensuring you have everything you need in one place. From LLC formation to bookkeeping, invoicing to acquiring licenses and permits, and even setting up your bank account. 
Taylor Brands handles it all seamlessly. And our listeners will receive 35% off Taylor Brands LLC formation plans using our link, taylorbrands.com slash CBS Sports. That's T-A-I-L-O-R-B-R-A-N-D-S dot com slash CBS Sports. So start your business journey today with Taylor Brands. All right, Casey, uh, and looking at this D-line, again, something that has been a strength for Tampa for a long time, looks a little bit different heading into camp this year. you got no William Golston, no Akeem Hicks. You drafted uh, Pitt defensive tack- tackle Kalijah Cansey in the first round. How do you see this pass rush? Of course, we still have Vita Vea, who's going to be the biggest part of this line, but how does the, the rest of the line look? What is this defensive front going to look like? Yeah, I think saying Vita is the biggest part of it is both literal and metaphorical, right? He's uh, he's a large <laughs> fellow in there. Um, yeah, I think it's going to be a really interesting group to watch. So Vita, I mean, look, we know what he is, and we are very thankful we have it. That is a, yes. an incredible guy. And he was leading the team, you know, in sacks, which is wild for a guy at his size and position and all of that. And it's amazing to speak super highly of him, but I also know it's not necessarily what you want, what the ideal is for the defensive line. Where I see being really cool this year is, of course – you want your defensive linemen to set up things for your outside linebackers. I think it's going to be a really big year for them, but also you get Kalai Jacansi in there where he's known for that explosiveness, that quick twitch that he's not the biggest guy on the D line, but then that's kind of his, his benefit there is that he can squeeze in, shoot those gaps, get a, a quick get off. So I think it's going to be really fun to watch Vita take up, you know, a whole offensive line single-handedly and then give Kalai Jacansi some windows, some openings to be able to shoot through there. So I think that in terms of quarterback pressures and sacks, that Cansey could really have, you know, a pretty big year for a rookie. Now, I know it's, it's always hard to expect a ton from a rookie, especially in that position. I mean, we look back at who we've had here with the Bucks. I think Warren Sapp, Gerald McCoy, I think they both only had three sacks their rookie year. So I think that it would be hard to ask a whole lot of Cansey, uh, but yeah. I think that they view it as the two of them together, that they're going to each help each other a lot um, and bring a lot to that interior line as well. You know, you, you talked about earlier about how players are really good about figuring out a way to play with a chip on their shoulder. Do you think the defense will be playing with a chip on their shoulder? Because it really feels like, at least from a national perspective, that people are kind of sleeping on the Buccaneers' defense. I mean, we're talking about... A unit, Levante David, Shaq Barrett, you have Antoine Winfield back there. You know, you guys just mentioned Vita Vea. They're throwing Kwaja Kansi in there. I mean, it feels like a pretty stacked defense, yet you just don't hear much about it. And maybe that's one of those chips that these guys can be playing with. A hundred percent. I heard, I think Antoine Winfield Jr. said in an interview the other day, he's like, yeah, we're trying to be the top defense in the league. Like, I don't, that's, that's what the goal is. Um, I, yeah, they have talent all over the field and they have leadership all over the field that, you know, Vita's really stepped up and been just so consistent up there in the front. And then, yeah, you got Levante still coming back in the middle. And it is so hard for people outside of being like intense Bucks fans to to know what he's meant to this organization in this locker room. Again, the leadership he brings is incredible. Um, Devin White, young talent, like still young and, and getting even better. Like he just can wreck things as well. So athletic. It's incredible. Yeah. And now Anton Winfield he's getting to really focus in on that safety position again. Cause last year they had him like a little bit of safety, a little bit of nickel. Cause he's just so talented. Even though he was still young, they were like, where else can we put him? Cause he's so good. But Bowles has said, you know what? I want to let him focus. I want to let him do his one thing really well. That even though he did great sliding into the nickel without having done it before, it's like, you know, let's let him do his thing. And so, 
they're, they're going to let him focus on safety. And yeah, you got Jamel Dean and Carlton Davis both came back as your top two outside corners. They're both great and have a lot of faith in themselves, a lot of faith in this defense. They'll tell you they want to take on any wide receiver there is. Yeah, I mean, I think, and Todd Bowles calling it, let me tell you, that always is a huge boost too. That man is creative. He loves bringing all sorts of things out there. So yeah, I think this defense has a chance to still be really good. They just, I know they're focusing on getting more takeaways because there were a lot of times that they were so close to a bunch of interceptions and just didn't quite get it. So I know that that'll be a huge uh, point of emphasis this year. Well, it does seem like there's one question mark Real quick, Katie, and that's Devin yeah. White. You mentioned his name a little bit earlier. Uh, what's the relationship like with him right now? Because obviously he had that, the, the trade request earlier this offseason, and it feels like he wants a new contract. So what's kind of the relationship between the team and Devin White right now? Oh, yeah. I mean, Devin's great, you know, that he was uh, here at mandatory minicamp. And we know that, again, he just he brings a lot on and off the field. Great guy in the community, great guy on the field. So, yeah, I mean, I know that they expect him to to be a great contributor again this year. He's a guy that expects a lot of himself, brings a lot to the defense, brings a lot of energy, a lot of hype. Uh, he's the guy a lot of times that's leading that huddle before the game, getting everybody hyped and ready to go. So, yeah, I mean, I think that they just expect him to be uh, even more his his Devin White self, you know, that he that's what he does. And he brings a lot of energy and a lot of great big plays. And I know they're excited to see him back this year. All right. One last question for you, uh, Casey. Look, Buccaneers won the division last year, but still just had an eight and nine record. When you look at everyone else in the NFC South, a lot has changed here. The Saints have Derek Carr now at quarterback Falcons second year with Desmond Ritter and the Panthers, of course, have Bryce Young. How competitive can the Bucs be? And do you see them potentially winning the division again? Yeah, I know that's that's always the goal, right? Every year it's win the division first and that makes your route in the playoffs easier. And yeah, I mean, I think it's it's really fun that this division is so up in the air with this little QB carousel that no one knows how it's going to look. You know, I think that sometimes we there's certain times in the NFL it feels like you just know how things are going to play out or think you do. And I think it's really fun for this division to look so different after so yeah. long of where, you know, it was Drew Brees for so long. It was Matt Ryan for so long. And you start to just kind of know what these offenses are going to look like. I think it's going to be a ton of fun to watch these matchups this year. And of course, I know that, again, the Bucs are going to be thinking of how they're going to be able to win that division. And I think it'll be interesting to see how they match up with some of these other teams that have changed as much or a lot more even than them. Yeah. Anything else, Breach? Uh, you know, I'll throw in one last question yes. because <laughs> I'm a special teams guy. You guys have a kicker yeah. battle going on. I love <laughs> kicker battles. Chase McLaughlin, Rodrigo, Blaine and Chip. What have those two guys been like, uh, you know, mandatory minicamp since they've been in there? Yeah, I mean, uh, Rodrigo just showed up at the very end. He got signed towards the end of mandatory minicamp. So we haven't gotten a chance to see the battle very much yet. Again, that's going to be another fun one going on in training camp. I love that you brought it up. It's going to be a little overshadowed <laughs> by that quarterback battle. It's like yeah, a, just, a, a just, a, just a teensy <laughs> bit. Um, but yeah, I mean, man, kicker battles are fun because it's uh, it's always easy to just sit there and count how many they made. It's a little bit easier to, to see what happened than knowing what was being asked of everybody. But yeah, I think they've both already looked great. And uh, that's a position battle that's always fun to know that you've got a couple great options that no matter who wins that one, you feel confident in who's out there. And um, I've, you know, Rodrigo came in and it was so funny that there was a clip caught of Baker giving him grief for beating them in a, in their bowl game that year. And um, so always, always good to see a kicker being brought in and trash talk to like the rest of the team. But yeah, I think that they're excited about both of them. I know that, um, you know, we definitely all miss Ryan Suckup. It was a great guy and a great addition yeah. to this team. And, um, but I know that they wanted someone that could definitely give them 
consistency in the, in the bigger, longer kicks to give yourself that chance of knowing that if it comes down to a long 50s, low 60s, that you, you have a chance to give it a shot if that's what it comes down to. And so we'll see which of these guys ends up uh, bringing the consistency and bringing the big leg. All right. A lot of battles going on in training camp will be very exciting to see. Thank you so much to Casey Phillips. Stay tuned for more All 32 with daily drops in your podcast feed and on YouTube. Remember to like, comment and subscribe on our YouTube page. If you're listening to audio only, make sure you download, follow, leave a five star review and tell your friends to listen and watch the pod. Casey, thank you so much for joining us today and good luck to the Bucks this year. Yeah, thank you guys so much.